Hey, Natasha, you want to do the intro this week? Now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Welcome to Soul of a Truck, a podcast about the band The Killers. The, uh, the only podcast where sometimes Spencer is very disappointed. <laughs> sometimes? Anyway, I'm your host, Spencer Polio, and with me, as always, is Michael... 11 Nance and also this week uh fellow Nance sibling uh Natasha Nance hello um, it is I again uh before we do anything else Michael what's the 11 stand for why do you have a number as your middle name um that's to signify the amount of times my parents had seen Hootie and the Blowfish live before I was born They were big Hootie heads. Who's your favorite member of Hootie and the Blowfish? Is it Hootie or the Blowfish? Um, it's uh, Trix McKenzie. Ah. Uh, famed uh, slap bass slash spoons player for Hootie and the Blowfish. At the uh, same time. In Let Her Cry. Yeah. Uh, in Let Her Cry, uh, the spoon solo in that song. That's that's Trix McKenzie. A.K.A. And the rebel of the Blowfish. Absolutely. And his famous catchphrase, tricks ain't for kids. <laughs> see, see, you know what the saddest part is? We did this joke. We did the not the tricks McKenzie aspect of it, but the Spencer doesn't realize that Hootie and the Blowfish has no member named Hootie and the backing band is not called the Blowfish like a hundred episodes ago. And that's weird. I don't to know. Me. I don't even know if that's the joke I was going for. I just was making up the fact that my parents loved Hootie and the Blowfish and there was a fictional member named Trix McKenzie. Yeah, but but I was calling back to a joke. This is a very meta episode already. Um, it sure is. Anyway. Uh, Speaking of meta. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Here we go again. All right. Here's a real here's a real meta thought. OK, think about this. Our parents also loved Jimmy Buffett. And when you compare the two, Jimmy Buffett versus Hootie and the Blowfish, they're basically the same group. Am I right or am I right? They, you're right. You're absolutely right. So would Jimmy Buffett be the Hootie of his band? Yes. And then the Blowfish is the cheeseburger in Paradise. Ah, of course. Yes, that makes perfect sense. What's your favorite Jimmy Buffett song besides Margaritaville, Spencer? Uh... Uh, cheeseburger in paradise. <laughs> I mean, I only know like four Jimmy Buffett songs. Like, you I know, don't two know. Jimmy Buffett songs. Admit it. <laughs> Name a third Jimmy Buffett song that isn't um, one that's already been mentioned. I I can't think of another. <laughs> Incredible. I I mean, I thought I did. I think I. I, I owned the Jimmy Buffett pack for Rock Band back in the day. There was a Jimmy Buffett pack? Oh, hell yeah, there was. Oh, my God. I'm looking this up. I want to find out what else was in it, because I could do all those songs. There's nothing more that I've wanted to do in my entire life than play the steel drums in Margaritaville. Ooh. <laughs> Yo, that's good. Uh, all right. So it's... Uh, Cheesy in Paradise, Margarita. Cheesy, cheesy and pee. Okay. Yeah. And Volcano. And if you asked me to sing Volcano for you right now, I would not be able to do it. So uh, I really do only know two Jimmy Buffett songs. It's official. I'm just going to own it and admit it. Whatever. 
you're what uh, us Buffy heads call a real Finn. You know what I mean? From uh, the song Fins by Jimmy Buffett. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Fins to the left, <laughs> Fins to the right, but you're the only girl in town. You know what I mean? Y'all know what I mean. I don't have to explain it to you. Anybody listening probably has like multiple master's degrees. So, yeah, actually, it's true. So, <laughs> that's that's just them's the breaks. As some, Spencer has always said some something else I've, I want to talk about in the intro. Um, so me and Natasha have been going back and forth via text about like listening to old episodes and legitimately I'm I think that episode 75 might be one of our best episodes of all time. Um, uh, remind me which one that is again. Uh, Peace of mind. OK, here's here's my only stipulation to that statement. Hmm. Like the entire like I would say 60s through 80s of this podcast are all pretty hot and each one is hot in its own way, like spicy, like habanero spicy. OK, you got an example um, but that's what I'm saying is it's so ubiquitous. Like when you pointed out peace of mind to me, that was just my initial like feeling was, I was like, really? Like that one stood out to you? Cause all of the ones that I like, let me, let me actually look. It's, it's, you know, and I, you know, I'm not necessarily the best, uh, or I'm not, I'm a sort of a unique reviewer of the podcast because I do listen to it every fucking day. And yeah. it's not like. I don't, I don't. How do I describe this? You know, when when Michael described the podcast as a killer's fever dream, um, I felt that, and I I think I am in a killer's fever dream now, like by association. <laughs> so it kind of like I mean that's that's why it's like oh yeah well I mean Quiet Town I mean that one has it like one of the best puns y'all have ever done. Yes, thank you, <laughs> oh, thank you, God, I'm thank still, you. Oh, I'm still mad about that one. Okay, and then and then right right after it, that one is like y'all hate the song so much, and it just pervades throughout the entire episode, and it just you know it's just a real like if you you know if you if you need to like get some catharsis out of just like hatred, that's the one, you know. What about Bones? Bones was a pretty like Largo upset episode. Uh, well, Michael liked Bones first of all. Oh uh, well, uh, it, it, yeah. unless I'm misspeaking. I well, I had enough Angie for both of us. <laughs> I no, I in, ended up enjoying Bones more than I thought I would. That's for sure. Yeah, and you know, I guess I guess I'll agree with you on this point. It's never gonna be the full Bones app that you promised in episode seventeen. So I guess in that respect, it is disappointing. I, yeah, I I like True. I like that that you've like come out so much as like this podcast enforcer of promises, Natasha. <laughs> I, I I feel like it's it's since you've been on the pod, it's been like all right, it's time to just absolutely tear everyone a new asshole about the pod. <laughs> and I mean that with Especially all the love Spencer. in the world. I think it's hilarious. It's so good. <laughs> No, this is what we need. We need this is well, I mean, we beg for it in almost every single episode. It's true. Like, Spencer is on the Twitter. Let him know how you feel about, you know, his controversial opinion that, you know, bacon is better than, I don't know, feet porn. But that's just just that's just the way this pod goes. And so we need someone to be aggressive with us. Sandy is too much of a saint. We're not going to get that kind of feedback from Sandy. Uh, Max Power loves Trump too much. 
I think, um, you know, I'm, I, I think right now just having a moment of self-awareness, I think I'm feeling the archetype of why businesses hate opening a suggestion section, you know, <laughs> like in, any business that's like, how, you know, how could we improve? And then like, I'm the bitch who gets on there. It's like one star. First of all, you're stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Second of all, you promised a guarantee of crispy fries, and I got at least one fry that was floppy, okay? <laughs> These fries were not crispy. I demand uh, my own franchise in Gary, Indiana. <laughs> the most luxurious town in America. It's true. I was there. And I want my own custom line of shirts that says, Mama's a little Arby's slut. <laughs> is, mama's got an arby's hole is that so is that is that like is that like is that like goth ihop and all those other like ones just slutty, well, slutty Niles arby's, arby's. Slutty arby's, arby's is a great twitter account if you have if you don't follow it already nihilist arby's twitter account is always sending out banger tweets Okay, so, hold on. And, 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 I, if anybody was going to be a nihilist, it'd be someone who ate at Arby's with an alarming regularity. <laughs> I have, agreed. I, yeah. They do have the meats, but are they quality? They have the grease, too, you know? Yeah, they definitely have the <laughs> grease. I mean, what fast food in Amer- a restaurant in America does not. <laughs> but Nihilist Arby's Redux. There's not... Spencer, I, I love that's got to be uh, a new bingo card square is that Spencer struggles through Twitter live on pod. <laughs> uh, you know, for, I mean, for those. No, go ahead. No, go, go, go. Well, for those listening at home who are, uh, you know, possibly maybe waiting on a new bingo card, that is somewhat in the works. It's very much still in the concept phase, but bingo there will be another one. Round two. <laughs> As as one year dies the slow death of an unloved fly-covered grandparent, and a new year is born, it's tempting to think of it as a new beginning, but it's just another lone step in the relentless march towards death. No one will love you tomorrow either. Please continue to enjoy Arby's. (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) I love Nihilist Arby's. Um... And things that I this is oh man this is this is an incredible fucking meme. Recommended Twitter since I'm on Nihilist Arby's first option Danny DeVito. I'm not kidding. <laughs> that's, that's I love that. We're getting Danny DeVito on the pod. That's our new goal. Uh, I would love. I would lose my mind to talk to Danny DeVito on the pod, especially yeah. if he's also a Killers fan. He wants to talk about Killers. All right. All right, Michael, let's hear your uh, Danny DeVito loves the killers impression. Go. Well, it's you know, it may surprise you, but I'm a huge killers fan. I I put them on and then I start scrubbing my feet. Right. And sometimes you can just scrub your feet to the beat. That's Mr. Brightside. Did you hear that? Of oh, course. <laughs> Every time Ronnie hits the crash, I remove a callus. <laughs> no, no. Did we even introduce the pod? 
Yeah, we we super did. I super I did. I can never keep track of that. Let's introduce it again. Hi, welcome to Soul of a Truck, a podcast about the band The Killers. <laughs> we're, we're we're twelve minutes in. My <laughs> name is Spencer Palio, and I'm a noted uh, bird watcher. But sometimes I sneak a peek at my neighbor's window. You know what I mean. <laughs> anyway, look me up, Spencey Loves Kids at four twenty dot com. <laughs> I'm also Spencer Palio, <laughs> and I am a strict Catholic, and I abhor the other things my other uh, twin, Spencer Palio, has committed himself to. Can we just take a, a, a moment and recognize that why would a parent name both of their kids the same name? Uh, it is, Isn't it the is. purpose of names to determine the different people? Well, they were both born during Hanukkah. So that doesn't mean anything. Yes. <laughs> it also doesn't explain why I'm Catholic. <laughs> yeah, but that's but you're the rebel of the family. <sighs> the pedophile is not the rebel of the family. No, no, no. You know the like, traditional Hanukkah song on the first day of Hanukkah. What I is name my kid Spencer. The fuck. <laughs> so, so. Uh, Second, Kid Spencer. Third, Kid Spencer. And I don't know your siblings' names. Adam and... You've and a fourth kid named Spencer. <laughs> I, I don't... I Welcome to Soul of a Truck, a podcast where slowly but surely Spencer loses complete control. And that's, oh, just, yeah. and that's just fine. You know, do you hear... Speaking of alcoholism, did did you guys hear about the uh, the new vodka that uh, that Austin is the city of Austin has? No, no, I haven't. Yeah, they so a a distiller created basically a co-op and they're sourcing um, all organic ingredients and they're making a local vodka. And it's called the People's Vodka. Um, and why is it? Is it? Oh, because it's on a co-op. Yeah, it's a it's a co-op. Okay. Um, and you know what they're calling the the distillery? Hmm. No, we stills. It seems inappropriate to introduce the song with a pun. <laughs> I mean, on one hand, you're not wrong. I'm leaving that part, that little comment you gave in, by the way. <laughs> Normally, I try to silence the, the thing, but I mean, you're not wrong. Uh, what a song. Spencer hates this song. Let me spoilers. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm not a fan. Natasha, what do you think of West Hills by the band The Killers? Um, I give it a three out of five. Honestly, Whoa. there are things to like about it, but. Uh, especially as uh, you know, I, I've listened to it like once or twice before, but especially as it got into it, it's a little long, you know. That I mean, that's one of the big issues I have with it. It's it's like 12 minutes long. Um, it get, it get kind of, it get, get, it gets kind of rambly. I'm going to open a soda really quick. There you go. That's uh, fun for me to edit later. It's long, 
But, I mean, my hot take is that it's one of the top top three most emotionally powerful songs the Killers have ever written. Uh, Yeah, no, I agree with that. It is emotionally powerful. I will. And they nail it. I mean, it just starts off like like, the uh, the thing I appreciate the most about Pressure Machine as a project is that it is the most cohesive in terms of like point, like picking out an emotional resonance and then the Brandon and the boys sticking to it. Most other albums do have their sad songs. You know, Day and H has Good Night Travel Well. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say even Runaways from like uh, Carver's Horse or uh, Rut from Wonderful Wonderful are pretty emotional songs. But the, the, it, then the rest of the album doesn't always follow suit. You know what I mean? Yeah. We've made the most inappropriate Killers album of all time. <laughs> and, you know, you can put a song like Rut... And then that's on the same album with the fucking man. So, <laughs> you know, there's no the man in this. We did think Cody was going to be a, a silly song, but it actually turned out to be also a very emotional type song. The, the Probably the furthest from it would be ah, shit. I don't even know. Most of the songs on this album are pretty heavy. So it, it starts off like it. it really kicks off the tone of this album really well. Yeah, and I agree with that. Like, it, it's a, it's definitely like their most cohesive project. And like, I don't know, like the compared to like you know the contrast, like you said, with like the man and everything like that. Um, I think this 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 first song's main problem is that it's just so long. Like, you'd think a song this long would appear like kind of in the deeper cuts of an album. But that said, the tone is perfect. I do think this one could have been the end to the album. And maybe it would have been better suited for the end because it's so long. Typically, that's where you put your longest song. Because am I am I right? This is the longest song on Pressure Machine. I don't know if it's the longest. I'm so I'm I'm pulling up my original on, order Pressure it? Machine. Um. So way back in the day. Okay, really quick before we do anything else. Uh yes, West Hills is the longest track on the record with intro. Bingo. But it's only by like 20 seconds. There are three songs, four songs over five, six songs over five minutes on this record. Wow. It's probably one of their longest albums. Five songs, not but uh yeah. Wow. I mean, the thing is something the killers do, and we don't talk about this ever, but the killers have consistently, if you're excluding uh, bonus tracks and whatnot, all of their albums are like. They're like 10 or 11 songs, if I recall correctly. Right. They're all 12 right. songs, right? right. They have a tendency to be very. Yeah, they're all. Yeah. And so I like those, those words you're using, Spencer. Thanks, Michael. I, I can always count on you to you know, both back me up and also raise me up emotionally. He who lifts me up. I don't remember where I was going with this, to be honest. I just am like words at this point. I think you were saying something about just the album being long, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I'm looking, it's about, you know, song count wise, it is pretty much identical to every killer's album, but maybe lengthwise in terms of time, maybe. But we got to remember, like, some of the Killers records have, like, 
five, six minute songs. Um, Day and age, the last song is like nine minutes or something or six minutes. Identical numbers, six and nine. Is this song better or worse than the world we live in, Spencer? Um, ooh, that's a tough question. I think better. I'm going to go with better. You better say better. I, I think the song is much better than the world we live in. It's so much better than the world that we live in. Okay, I, I guess I got to ask. Easy why? come, easy go. Eat some nachos and I don't remember the rest why, of the lyrics, Why the world that we live in specifically? Um, that's the first song I could think that we both agreed was pretty shit. Okay, that's fair. Off I the just, top of my head, I know there's been multiple, but here's my thing. I, I think this is why I think the album as a whole, like I, I, I respect this album at the very least, even if it's not something I'm like bumping every day. I just feel like you know y'all pointed this out on the pod before. Uh, Brandon Flowers was very like putting on an act as he first got big. And now like, what is this like 20 years into his career? Almost. Mm -hmm. I feel like he's like, all right, I'm just going to write shit that I know and that I actually care about now and not be so like, Hey, Las Vegas. Ha ha. You know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, and he's he's done a lot of self-reflecting from since moving from Vegas, you know, imploding the mirage was like the, Oh my God, we moved out of Vegas and my life and my marriage are revitalized because, you know, wonderful, wonderful. It's starting to get pretty dark there. And then we get ITM, which is like this celebratory, like, oh, we found this space to move. And then I just think it's this way of reflecting on the communities he's always been a part of because it's not like he actually grew up in Las Vegas. He grew up in like a suburb of Las Vegas and in like smaller town, Nevada. So he deeply understands this culture and then living in Utah where, uh, and also Mormon culture in these small towns where it's actually much darker than you think. The idea of the uh, easy American life and like simple quiet town, which I'm pretty sure we talked about when we did quiet town yeah is kind of a lie in all honesty people get fucking bored in these places and they turn to really dark things because they have to do it in the shadows because it's such a judgmental community like drugs that's right oh yeah hillbilly heroin pills so i'm looking just i'm looking at the a-list order right now this would have been if the album had stayed in the clearly not correct order uh this would be the seventh song on the record so, seven feels about right. Yeah, it it feels like it would be more appropriate, like towards the end. But as a tone setter, I I agree with everyone here. West Hills sets the tone really well. It's just that there are it's not a song that I particularly like. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yes. Like, because. The thing is, if you want like a bummer song, right? A terrible thing is a better song. Um, uh, no. Uh, <laughs> yes. No. Terrible thing is a fucking. It's beautiful. Runaway horses is a beautiful song. They're both beautiful songs. Better than this song? No. Uh, absolutely. Like West no, Hills. I love this. This song's great. This West, is top three. Uh, pressure machine for me. Uh, this is. It's like middle. <laughs> 
But hold on, I'm, I'm trying to see why Runaway Horses is better, real quick. Because so uh, only Phoebe Bridgers on it. Yeah, she so only Phoebe Bridgers. Job. It's it's a really pretty okay. like. There's just some great. There's some vibey arm lines. You know what I mean? When we get to the lyrics, I'm really gonna point it out. But this is a this is a great track. Like as soon as I heard this one, I was like, okay. First of all, I know there's gonna be people who are are seeing Pressure Machine get good press and are gonna immediately go listen to it, and then they're gonna be like, I don't get it because they're not ready for this mood from the Killers. They're not ready for this level of somber engagement. Because think about every other intro track for a Killer song or for Killers album, it's either super peppy. Yeah, or it's like an an, like an arena rock anthem, like Flesh and Bone. But yeah, iconic. Yeah, no, no. But then we end up with this one, which is like, hey, buckle up. You thought you were getting on the log flume, but really you were going on a uh, getting in a hearse to go watch your own funeral. Yeah, and like it's interesting because they didn't like decrease production value in terms of like you know the number of instruments, like the number of layers to the song and everything like that. But it feels more rustic, and I think mm-hmm. that's an interesting thing that they've achieved with the production they used. You know, definitely, you get away from the uh, synths and uh, especially like guitar pedal effects that are so common in in the earlier Killers albums. And now we're we've got like mandolin, uh, some acoustic guitar. Even the drums are a little bit more muted. Ronnie's not just like pounding it out on the drums, but there's also just like the way that Brandon's voice sounds. It, it, it in this album, the most impressive thing overall in terms of instrumentation is how well Brandon's voice is used. Yeah, I I I see that. I I agree with you on that. Brandon has a pretty voice in this song. Um, okay, uh, one more question before we go to the Reddit. Um, now, the the comparison to Bright Eyes has I've heard a lot. Um, of course, of course. I mean, how would you compare this to like a Bright Eyes song, like West Hills specifically? It's similar. It has a very similar vibe. You know, we did get to listen to the Four Winds, um, which is a Bright Eyes song and the Killers covered. I've listened and to that whole album, by the way, Casadega. It's a, it's really good. Right. And they definitely have more of a track record of capturing this level of melancholy and kind of sadness. I appreciate that there is a certain brandedness to it. Like the fact that one of the ways that uh, the drugs in the town are referenced is hillbilly heroin pills. I'm like, that is such a Brandon lyric. No, I, yeah. Oh, and and then the the sentimentality of like the horses running free in the oh, lyrics. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that that's still 100% Brandon Flowers. I mean, we have a song on this album, this same album called Runaway Horses. So there's a lot of horses and. Are there any cars in this album? Is this a car versus? Yeah, horse there's movie? a song called "In the Car Outside." Shit, and it's, <laughs> it's right. It's right after too. It's yeah. horses versus car six and seven. It all makes sense. Pressure machine. Brand, right. Car versus horse part two. Part two. Brandon is sending us a message. <laughs> One day the cars will face the horse for the soul of humanity. <laughs> And who so, will win? So it's going to be no, no. If you if you take it literally, then that means there's going to be multiple horses because it's car versus horse two, right? Runaway horses 
That's right. Featuring Phoebe Bridgers in the car outside. So Phoebe Bridgers will be the pilot of the car versus the horses of Car versus Horses, aka Car versus Horse 2. Oh my god. Yo. Also, I, I want to make a joke like, oh, yeah, they put Phoebe Bridgers in everything these days, including the car outside, I guess. Um, <laughs> but it, did, it wasn't that good of a joke and I didn't make it. Anyway, let's go to the Reddit. I mean, I, I, I think that's appropriate. I mean, lesbians love Phoebe Bridgers. I love Phoebe Bridgers. Yeah, yes. It's more of just. <laughs> Spencer with literally zero like awareness of lesbian culture <laughs> i don't know anything yes. about anything yes you can vis- you can hear him pulling on his collar uh, uh. <laughs> just how about those blue jean shorts anyway here's the reddit <laughs> i'm just gonna i'm just cutting this part just so you know nothing Why are you <laughs> wow west hills this is i'm going to the reddit i'm skipping ahead to the reddit this is from the K-Wolf or the uh, Wolf. I like to think he's the ketamine wolf who says, who posts a picture of uh, the... It's, it's Ray Parker uh, Jr. It's, it's Ray, Ray Parker, Parker Jr. Jr. I, I almost had Billy T. Williams. I, no. Look. Because <laughs> it's, I, I was like, oh. Person it's because with you're names. a racist. That's it. All right. <laughs> <laughs> record scratch this is where west hills turns and we just talked about my racism no but for real i mean you know i already <laughs> expressed my ignorance of lesbian culture so you know we're all fucked y'all this are episode. already both canceled so yeah. just just let it out guys yeah let it out remember first as i said in the classic episode peace of mind i mean if you're gonna get canceled go hard or go home so. You know, let me go ahead and say it since I'm already canceled. But when I eat a bag of gummy worms, I do pick out specific colors first. That's that's worse than racism. It's it's over. <laughs> when I see a red and yellow, I'm like, pop that in. Blue and blue and orange, I'm like, yep, give it to me. Green and orange, you wait until the end. No, no, green and orange. You eat the green, you throw away the orange. Wow, see, that's even more controversial than my opinion. Yeah, like Natasha, where are you at on this? Where's your favorite gummy worm color? Uh, y'all are both wrong because my my favorite is indeed the red and yellow, but I eat in reverse order because there's nothing better than not having to think about reaching in whatsoever. <laughs> that's right. You can just satiate your lust untethered. <laughs> that's so I know. That's my logic too with Lucky Charms. Is I would eat all the regular cereal first, and then you just have a big bowl of marshmallows that are just sitting in milk. Just and then they're soft, and you can just like literally drink the rest of the cereal. Gross, oh, yes. soggy marshmallows. My they're not. Favorite. They don't get soggy. They don't get soggy because they're marshmallows. So they just kind of stay to that like weird crispiness. Yeah, it's like um, a marshmallow tea. That's right. And then you just completely blast off and destroy Nana's china. <laughs> Yeah, we did. <laughs> this is just this is, picking up stuff off of her shelf and dropping it on the ground. The just pod, create, the com- immediately make a, a diagram. <laughs> immediately make a diagram. It's like, okay, heart, stars, horseshoes, clovers, and blue moons, right? <laughs> but if you put them all together, how close are we to God? <laughs> I'm coming for you, Satan. <laughs> This is the worst episode of the pod we've ever done. Yay. (laughs) We did it.
It's not even it's not even bottom five. It's not it, nothing will ever top the first four episodes. There's tr- truthfully, there's no way we can make a worse episode than number one. Um, we could re-record it and somehow make it worse. Yeah, it could be all Spencer. Yeah, that's what I'm gonna do. I'm just gonna I'm gonna sit there and talk to myself for an hour and a half about fucking Jenny was a friend of mine. Just record over half of it with like the middle of one of Troy's podcasts and then don't include the end of either. Like just like the end is like copyrighted material. Sounds like an episode of Twin Peaks. <laughs> Soul of a Truck directed by is it David Lynch? I, yes. yes. I love meeting people when they have listened to or like especially people I know in real life, and they're like, oh, I listen to your podcast. And then I can tell by the look in their eyes, they listen to one of the first episodes. And I'm like, you, you fool. You fool. Have you never podcasted before? That, I mean, I don't know about y'all. I mean, when I find a new podcast, I always listen to the latest episode first. I mean, I mean, let's be honest with ourselves, Michael. When we started, had we ever podcasted before? I no no, I'm not talking about recording. I listened listen to podcasts before. Yes, mostly about Magic the Gathering. Admittedly, what the fuck but do they talk about in Magic the Gathering? It's like how many times can you talk about deck builds? I mean, I <laughs> there's I, so much more. It's ridiculous. Let me, let me just interject and say, I yeah, there's tons, and I specifically listen to podcasts about drafting Magic the Gathering because that's always a new experience every time. So. There are literally people who are just interested in the art of the cards, too. Yep. Absolutely. Isn't that what Yu-Gi-Oh! is about, though? That's more about the hint. Oh, my God. Uh, Natasha got it. Natasha got it. Maybe if you're French. (laughs) The out of the cards. (laughs) The out of the cards. Out of the cards. French Yu-Gi-Oh! Be like, yeah. the cars, Yu-Gi! You think yeah, French, French Yu-Gi doesn't speak French. He just has a goofy French accent. <laughs> he has a, a bad French accent from an American's perspective. What's, what's the difference between goofy and bad? Like, I feel like bad is goofy. Well, goofy is one of the most beloved characters. Not, not right. the character. Oh. <laughs> Spencer didn't get that one. I did get it. I'm just upset by it because <laughs> I knew I knew I knew the moment I said that that was exactly what was going to happen. I, I'm like, I'm like in my little teeny idiot brain. I was like, there's no way one of one of these two chuckle fucks is going to fucking do it. And then <laughs> Natasha just rolls in with the Goofy's the most beloved Disney fuck. Anyway. <laughs> Yeah, I'm apparently like extra extra strength aggro tonight. I'm so sorry, everybody. Well, Spencer just listened to his Lincoln Park mix and did a couple curls in the living room, so oh. you have to excuse him. He's got oh. high tea right now. Yes. Uh, okay, second <laughs> thread: West Hills Mega Thread. Do we actually say what was on? No, the we image? didn't even read the first. <laughs> we got so Reddit distracted by cable. Ray Parker Jr. and then we just and never... Spencer calling me a racist. There's a picture of Ray Parker Jr. and it says, "I ain't afraid of no ghost." And the K Wolf says, "West Hills be like." And then they and then... insert the word "holy" in between "no" and "ghost." So, I ain't afraid of no holy ghost. Are you afraid of ghosts, Spencer? No. 
you could be a Ghostbuster. Um, yeah, but I don't want to like seek them out. What's like the most lengths you've gone to to prove you're not afraid of ghosts? Um, I haven't gone to any lengths to prove I'm not afraid of ghosts. Sounds like <gasps> a bitch. <laughs> All right, I just uh, again, like I'm not just I'm just not gonna seek them out. I feel like you know it's. It's like, you know, I'm not I'm not afraid of being struck by lightning, but I'm not going to go swimming in a lightning storm, you know. So so you're saying that there's the plausibility that ghosts exist. Oh, yeah, I totally believe in ghosts. Spencer, there's something in the back room. I think that song's about aliens, Michael, not ghosts. It is. It is. Aliens are just... not they're what if there's what if they're alien ghosts or perhaps space ghosts? Oh. Coast or zombie ghosts. Wow. Zombie ghosts, leave this place. <laughs> zombie ghosts, leave this place. But this, this is, is our, our home. home. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is our home, colon, uh, open parentheses. <laughs> <laughs> and then Spencer Polio was sad because the ghosts had to leave. <laughs> Tweet at Soul of a Truck Pod. Just if you got that reference, just say... I got that reference with no context and dot com in in three days. I will completely have forgotten what reference we're referencing. And then I'll have to re-listen to this episode, this nightmare fuel of an episode for a third time. Uh, And uh, I'm sorry, it's going to be awkward. No, no, this is great. Don't apologize. This is hilarious. Um (laughs) Uh, also, so in that thread, uh, user fives super fan five 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 five. That's five fives. Mm, said he's a fan of fives. Said says this also applies to Cody, and uh, I guess in that situation, Cody himself would be Ray Parker Jr. <laughs> so wait, but our, I thought I was like they're not afraid of Cody. No, no, no. Cody ain't afraid of no holy ghost. Hmm. You know, you know, that's that's honestly putting forth an interesting theory, too, because then it's like, what if Cody's black? You know, like that would be, you know, he doesn't mention anything in the song. Yeah, that would that would that would just make the song even more interesting. You know what I mean? Like, well, well, Cody's Ray Parker Jr. (laughs) Oh, Ray Cody Parker Jr. Of course. And I can't believe I just put together sooner. So it's 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 specifically Cody as Ray Parker Jr. That's why, you know, Cody, whatever. I don't even remember the words to that song, which is sad because I really like that song. Cody, <sighs> I'd have yeah. to listen to it again to remember. I mean, there could be something that I'm just wrong about, but like he's like the kid who was not supposed to live through birth. And then he's like an atheist. No, he's he's just a problem child. Yeah, I thought does, doesn't he also like say he doesn't believe in God or some shit? Yeah, yeah. that was he like ain't afraid of no yeah. Holy Ghost. Yeah. <sighs> okay, now I'm seeing the connection. We've come yeah. full circle. We're spoiling the pod. I'm going to the next Reddit thread. West oh, Hills Mega Thread by Roasty Thirty Two. Another uh, frequent contributor. Spencer. Spencer, yes. instead of editing that out, will y'all just make that like one big sine wave in the middle of the podcast? No, I'm gonna. I'm actually gonna. I'm gonna I'm gonna leave everything in. I'm I was joking about editing it out. I don't 
I don't edit things. That requires me to edit things. <laughs> but you said putting the like the bleep noise over things was really easy. Oh, it is. It's really easy. It's really fun. I love to bleep stuff. Just just blank out the spoilers. Yeah. Oh, 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 the spoiler part. I thought the part I talked about editing earlier about my lack of knowledge of lesbian culture, but I've <laughs> talked about it four times now and I can never edit it out. That's, That's right. okay. I can never erase my shame. I mean, I, I, you know, just, you know, don't feel bad. Okay. Just, you know, just embrace that you're learning, you know, that's, that's what matters. Yeah. No, it's, uh, I'm, I'm admitting my ignorance so that I can improve my not ignorance. Someone do the reading rainbow song. It's reading rainbow. This is the this 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 is certainly an episode. <laughs> <laughs> we're we're doing great. I'm yeah. I'm a fan. I'm I'm loving it. Uh okay, so next thread is by Roasty32, West Hills Mega Thread. Sort by controversial. Of fucking course. <gasps> it's him! I'm so honored to be here for this. Fucking Machops Don't Cry, villain of the podcast. Pod scoundrel. Pond, <laughs> pod rapscallion. <laughs> Says. Michael, do you want to do it? <laughs> Let's hear it, Spencer. Let's hear it. The second best song on the al- album. Just a shame about the intro. <sighs> What's wrong with the intro, says Zazar Studios. Oh, God, Michael, read the read, read it in the Machops Don't Cry voice. Too slow, I feel. This song could have been a minute shorter. Once Brandon starts shouting is when it gets really good. What oh, a geez. backhanded compliment. Wow. wow. <laughs> you know, wow. you know, there's a lot of people who I jokingly talk about how I like actively dislike them. Machops don't cry. I'm really not a fan of. <laughs> Once we did the deep dive into their comment history. Yeah, no, it was it was it was. Oh, yeah. How, when was that? That was recently. It's like a couple of weeks ago. I yeah, feel like, yeah, yeah. It was a couple of weeks ago that we did the deep dive into their their history. And we and realized we regretted that, it. Yeah. Machops don't cry is. Uh, yeah, one of those people. Also from the UK. Let's see Interesting. Let's see if there's anything else in this thread. Um, let's see here. Where's a uh, where's like inquisitive or just someone, someone who we like to like to wash the taste of Machops Don't Cry's shame from our from our. From our tongues. I'm just going to go by best and let me see. Ah, here we go. Uh, Inquisitive says, love this. So powerful sounding. And I'm totally sucked in by the story. A perfect opener too. the way the word free keeps getting retextualized over the course of the song reflects the contradictions of living in a small town that the rest of PM explores. Also, it reflects it. It also uh, reinforces the contradictions of living in a small town that the intro talks about fucking Machops don't cry. 
<laughs> All right. The intro and the song are thematically very similar. You know, I've decided I like this song just as a personal fuck you to Machop Stone Cry. But only with you the get intro. over the length. Yeah, I'm over the length. If you know what I mean. Hi, mom. Uh, and the song is great. Uh, uh, inquisitive, a.k.a. Sandy, has convinced me of the error of my ways. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's, you know, Machops Don't Cry singling out the intro where it's like that totally gives the context for the song. Like, what are you talking about? Like, exactly. I, I, when I was thinking of shortening the song, I was thinking maybe taking out one verse and the end chorus. Like, that's it. Yeah. You know, like repetition. Yeah, it's right. like it's it's like how we didn't start the fire has about like two verses too many. <laughs> yeah, like if he just kept to like a solo perspective, it might have been like you know, one point higher for me, you know, but like, and I, I should also stipulate, I should have said this the first time I was on the fucking pod, but I love like fucking electronic music and like punk music and stuff. So that's, that's why I'm not going to be giving most killer songs a five out of five, you know, it's fine. I don't either. And I want a podcast about the killers. I love the killers, but most of the music I listen to is like pop punk. So, you know, I'm sure there's so many for? killers. There's so many victims right now just screaming at us like, why did you fucking do this? And, then, you know, it's <laughs> well, it's OK. I, I, you know what? I can answer that question to uh, to the victims who have decided to be upset by us all admitting that the killers are. Well, the killers is actually one of my favorite bands. But, you know, the rest of it. Um, uh, one money two. <laughs> mm. Uh, I had nothing better to do. And three, you didn't. So, uh, to quote Shakespeare, fuck the victims, cross out that, uh, open contempt for the victims box on your bingo cards. <laughs> fuck everything. Uh, air horns. Then the man starts playing. Then the man starts playing. <laughs> the mom, actually. The mom. Uh, the mom. <laughs> Look, Spencer knows the score, okay? I can change diapers. I don't remember this. <laughs> sounds like it was probably from it. That sounded like the thong song, bro. <laughs> thong, 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 thong. Next Reddit thread. Yes. Uh, instead of being mined in the gu- uh, instead of mine being in the gutter, it was in the West Hills when I first glanced at this yesterday, and it was uh, by user Twinkies and Wine. Uh, and do you a- dunk the Twinkies in the wine? I'm not sure I would. I don't. That seems really <laughs> awful. I'm gonna be honest. I mean, I don't know. Whenever we get around to recording that hot sauce video, we should try that while we're there. Twinkies um, and wine. Twinkies and wine. Yeah, we'll, we'll oh, cleanse our palate. I don't like Twinkies that much, but uh, I'll go. I'll do it for the pod. Yeah, and that's a picture of a uh, an RBX brand pressure massage massager, um, mm-hmm. which. You know, impact massagers, I'm sure they're only used for um, relaxing muscles and nothing else. Nothing else. Absolutely nothing else. And Christian orgies. Uh, (laughs) God honoring orgies. Mm -hmm. That's right. What activities go on during a Christian orgy? Knitting. Praying. Praying, knitting. Kneeling. Slurping. (laughs) 
Soup, soup. It's soup. Yeah, yeah, Jesus. Y'all need to chill. (laughs) The blood of Christ. We're slurping on his blood. (laughs) It's tomato soup. (laughs) And how how would you like it if you went to church and and you know the pastor, the the church man, you know, you were doing churchman, yes. Steve Churchman, private eye. (laughs) Um you know, they did the whole blood of Christ thing and he describes it as slurping the blood of Christ. Like that is, you know, I'm not one of those people who gets like uncomfortable by, you know, like the word moist or whatever, but slurping the blood of Christ just makes me feel gross on so many levels. It makes it seem like a, like a horror movie. Like you're yeah. some kind of like, like it makes it seem foul that you're doing it. <laughs> exactly. Like it's, it's, it's very iffy. Um, right. So yeah. Uh, pressure, pressure massager, uh, makes me think of the West Hills. Cool. All right. Last thread for Reddit. And then, uh, we can finally talk about the lyrics. Musings okay. on West Hills and Pressure Machine and Larky 18 has written a small short film written by oh, wow. uh, directed by Wes Anderson. I'm not going to read this whole thing. So, Larky 18, hero of the pod. So I'm going to hero of the pod. So I'm going <laughs> to read the first two paragraphs and then uh, perhaps the conclusion. OK, so the thread starts with it's 4 a.m. Sorry. I'm honestly not a fa- a huge fan of the way they use interstitials. Some just don't fit at all with their songs, and it's distracting. But West Hills, being in a place of privilege as the opener, gets the best one. The idyllic and the ugly side of town all wrapped into one package. Quote, they tried to tape my little brother to the flagpole up at school, so if you don't fit their mold, dot, 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 Quote, everybody knows everybody. Good place to live and raise kids. We'll be here forever. I get chills on that every time. It just illustrates the outsider versus the local beautifully and shows people's varying experiences. Setting up the album perfectly. And then the song, man. And uh, that's all I'm going to read. You can read the rest. It's on the Reddit. Just search West Hills. Uh, Yeah, I agree with that. There are some of the, the, I guess, interstitials. I guess maybe that's the correct term. I'm going to look that word up. I've never heard interstitials. Um, oh, it's like the bumpers, right? Yeah, like the, like basically the track, the, the, all them, yeah. all them recordy boys. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the, some of them do seem kind of inappropriate because they're um, so ominous. And then the song is so like happy sounding, like the one before Sleepwalker. Uh, the train, and, train one. Yeah, train to train, train, train. Yeah, Quiet but, Town. Uh, that's the name of the song. Yeah, Quiet Town. Uh, that it just it it does seem kind of inappropriate sometimes, but at the but also it can really enhance on songs like these. Um, I think overall it does kind of help keep the album in a very uh, dark, melancholy, brooding mood. So I appreciate them I, on YouTube music. You can't even find the version with the intros anymore, which it's is weird, which is blasphemy, right? It is. It's like uh, play the album the way it was intended. You cowards. Yeah, like 
you know, I, I, I think the interstitials, you know, may, still had a point, you know, I'd have to listen to the album again with them to like critique every single one. So I don't know. I, I agree with most of like Larky's uh, critique overall. And I, I kind of was reading the rest of it while y'all were giving your initial impressions. And I don't know. I, I, I think that like, you know, it, I'm not sure on Larky's gender, but their critique is uh, is definitely something that I think kind of like he or they identified with Brandon in a lot of ways. So I don't know. <laughs> I agree yeah. with that. It's it's just, it's just I don't know. I'm so so. I don't remember what album this was. I think. It was Nanobots by They Might Be Giants. Um, and also their album, Apollo 18. They they basically designed the album to have these little short, tiny songs in between the big songs. Like, same idea, basically. Oh. Yeah. it's uh, Apollo 18 specifically is designed to be played on random so that you get all those little individual tracks. And, you know, I think I think like that... The interstitials in what in Pressure Machine really kind of enhance the album, you know. They kind of is. Oh, go ahead. They 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 set a tone, even if they are not tonally equivocal to the song that they, you know, pre. Right, 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 right. Yeah, agreed. In, in a way, it kind of just like snaps you back to a reality, like each time, because I mean, just just the form of the song itself kind of is a sort of sort of sentimentality right it kind of like glamorizes whatever it's talking about even if it's something that it's sad and it's being like this is a bad thing right yeah so then having these moments of just like oh by the way i'm talking about like these people who like spit while talking on the phone and are like what are you talking about cletus you know like just kind of you know not not to disparage these kind of people obviously but you know people who live more rural lifestyles more traditional lifestyles, right? Like that's not, there's, the, he's not trying to glamorize it. So he has to remind, or they, the killers rather, have to remind the listener of what they're listening about. Yeah, exactly. We, we get it. We know what we're talking about. We're smart. I know things. I know I, one thing. We know like four things between us. <laughs> Want to do the lyrics now? Yes. Sorry, that's beyond the four things I know. Well, that's why we go to the lyrics and we learn them. Oh. 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 I opened the lyrics and then I saw this is one of those lyrics pages. Don't worry. <sighs> it's not all bad. Okay. Do we have some Soul of a Troll here? We do. And Soul oh, of a Troll good, good, Soul good. of a Troll got downvoted into oblivion and that's not okay. So <laughs> so we as uh true, true participants in this podcast need to uh since we're all logged in on our own um genius page accounts, need to give Soul of a Troll those deserved upvotes. Word. All right. Um, how do we want to go about doing this? Since, uh, um, there is no intro. Uh, there is actually. Oh, is it at the very bottom? Uh, nope. oh, what what are the artists set about the? Yeah, Brandon, genius had a had basically a genius contribution to this. 
Ooh. Yeah. So you read the annotations last time, Spencer. So are you on annotation duty? Yep. Um, Nat, you want you and me, we want to go back and forth on the verses or how you want to? Sure. But yeah, let's just alternate. Round yeah. Robin. Round Robin. So, uh, so I'll read the intro. You get verse one in the first chorus. I'll get verse two in the second chorus. And then et cetera, et cetera. Okay. Uh, Here is what have the artists said about the songs. This is verified commentary directly from Brandon Flowers. There's a whole subculture in Utah, in my experience, because we associate Utah with Mormonism. Brandon, grown- you don't sound the same. Oh, I'm sorry. Having grown up there, a lot of people outside of Utah aren't aware of people that don't adhere to religion. There's this whole thing of dirt bikes and four-wheelers and beer and finding different ways to find your salvation other than in a church pew on Sunday. I took some liberties on the song, but it's based on a real story. Why are they called church pews? What's a pew? Oh, uh, when you sit down in it, you say pew pew pew. I'm a good little god lover. Yeah, uh, you know, it, it's something that's not talked about in Christianity because it's so obvious. Oh, yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah, everyone knows that you do that. Uh, see, I'm Jewish. I wouldn't know. Okay. <laughs> that what are they? What are they called in a synagogue? Uh, a synagogue. The seats. No, you sit no, on are yeah, also the like synagogue. The, they're, the they're, stadium seating. They're called seats, guys. Like, it's just a seat. It's just okay, a seat. Fine, keep your secrets. That's fine. It's Look, just called a seat. It's like you just said. What, like, I'll what's go to the, a synagogue myself. But, uh, <laughs> you know it's called, like, the lapticon or something like that. <laughs> yes, it's the it's the bushuga or something. Fuck. <laughs> it's the... Just... just uh intro <laughs> natasha read the intro please all right well i'm 26 so i've lived here for 26 years i married my high school sweetheart so we've been married we've been together 11 years um i don't really travel much so i've just been here haha <laughs> uh, oh do i read the, <laughs> the whole thing just, just okay. read until okay. the annotation is empty <laughs> okay uh i'm i'm busy john you'll have to wait uh my little brother he moved into the community and they tried to tape him to a flagpole or a tree up at the high school so if you don't fit their molds <gasps> cut off just a nice small community everybody knows everybody good place to live and raise kids we'll be here forever so yeah it's a good area slash s <laughs> uh annotation from user this river is wild. You don't says, you don't have to read this whole thing, by the way. It's like four paragraphs. Okay, this song. That's all I'm reading. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> the song begins with a set of recordings of strangers talking about themselves in relation to their hometown, painting a picture of a place where you were born and never leave. Uh, it's just now describing the different people uh, uh, who... It's basically describing the the aspect of this intro, which is like it's three different viewpoints of the same but, community. But it's only two. the the second the second the second woman's voice is the same as the first woman. Like it's right, just, right. It's just two different perspectives. Yeah. Basically, two people giving two differing perspectives on what it's like to grow up in a small town in Utah. 
yeah. a woman who's 26 and married her high school sweet, sweetheart. So she's living the dream in her little idyllic lifestyle, American lifestyle. And then a guy who is more of an outsider who is not, you know, who didn't experience good times in high Great school growing up in Shitsville, Utah. <coughs> Shitsville, Utah. Beautiful. Good times, great oldies. Shitsville, Utah. All right, verse one. Uh, I was born right here in Zion, God's own son. Michael? This is from contributor Graham C., who says, Utah, home to Zion National Park, is commonly associated with the term Zion. In Mormonism, Zion is the place where saints gather. LDS Utahns often refer to Utah as Zion. As a great percentage of the population are Mormons, and because it is also where the church headquarters is located. We don't have to read the rest of it. Yeah. Next. Um, I hold on. Before we go on, are they really fucking called Utahns? Utahns. That's what she put on salad. Yeah, like that sounds like some sort of race of space aliens. It it really does. Uh do you know what their original name for Utah was? Go for it. Deseret. Ooh. Deseret. So the the Utah obsession with the desert uh, is not just Brandon. Yeah. Also, Deseret. Deseret sounds kind of hot. Like honestly, like 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 sexually hot. Like you know, Deseret does sound like some girl that Spencer would have a crush on. Yeah, definitely. Her name's Deseret. She's a dobby mommy, and she wears fishnets. (laughs) <laughs> don't don't kink shame me, Michael. I'm, I'm not. I'm kink identifying. Okay, fair I'm, enough. I'm kink identifying. <laughs> Michael, leave the gaslighting to me. I'm the girl boss here. <laughs> I'm pretty sure everyone's fucking like just gaslighting me this week. Like I don't know. I don't know what. What's what is? Can't you share? <laughs> I I don't know about that. But that okay. seems very ungirl boss. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right, his holy ghost stories and bloodshed. We're going to have Joker pills, Spencer. Never scared me, man. <laughs> Mirror now. <laughs> you can't understand. You will never don't understand. Ask, don't ask why. You'll never understand why. <laughs> That's so stupid. Okay, um, right. While they bowed their heads on Sunday, I cut through the hedges and fields. Yes! Oh, this is Solo Troll. The narrator confesses to regularly skipping church to join unruly topiary gangs. Why'd they download that? I upvoted, I made sure to upvote it on the, on the pod account, by the way. Um, okay. Where light could place its hands on my head. Uh, and this is from user Graham C. who says, In the Latter-day Saint faith, the archetype of hands on your head is strong. The laying on of hands takes place when blessing the sick, when being given new responsibility, and when a person wants counsel from God. Uh, yes, the best way to cure sick people who are possibly contagious, touching them. Touch them and pray. <laughs> Yeah, touch them and pray. Anyway, maybe give them a little kiss on the head, little kiss on the mouth, little tongue tongue action. Maybe. <laughs> That's right, tongue them, tongue them. You know, to heal, to heal, heal, healing the healing tongue, <laughs> the lay on pipe. Yeah. 
It's the I, laying of the pipe. The, <laughs> the holy laying of the pipe. The holy laying of the pipe. <laughs> so they are Catholics. <laughs> Jesus. Exactly, right? Um, in the West Hills. Chorus free in the and West. And this is from, yeah. there's an annotation uh, from Jane Gravaroli. Oh, no, just Gravarole. Grav uh, Gravaroli. Gravaroli. <laughs> it's gravy, Gravaroli. It's uh, ravioli you eat in the graveyard. Graveroll. The, <laughs> the meaning of the word free keeps getting recontextualized, and therefore the meaning changes throughout the song. But I believe Flowers describes several moments in which he felt truly free in a place that he otherwise felt restricted in. Here he describes how when his family and friends went to church or partook, or partook in any religious activity, he would try to get out and go somewhere else. So that's the rest of his inconsequential. Thanks, user Jane Gravioli. Yes. In the West Hills, free in the West Hills. Verse two, that is Natasha. She's got two full-grown children, one still on the vine. And once I got to know him, I loved him like he was mine. Uh, then somebody just went fucking hard in the paint. Jesus an essay on this. <laughs> this is user in Lakota age. If you want to read this full comment, go for it. But uh, yeah. it is a remarkable thing. To, I mean, this intro sentence. Wow. It is a remarkable thing to raise somebody else's child. Flowers doesn't take this responsibility lightly, emphasizing that he was unsure about it until I got to know him, but then wholeheartedly embraced fatherhood. So let's be clear. I'm pretty sure Brandon is not raising anybody else's child in real life, right? Yeah. This I'm is, pretty sure all of his kids are his own. This is a character. Uh, is I, I don't know. Character. He he might be. You never know. You know, he's That's maybe true. he's got like a secret fourth kid. Um, bomb you know, we airplane. Forgot, we forgot about Ronnie. He's been raising Ronnie. Ronnie. He's been raising Ronnie forever. <gasps> That's the secret fourth kid. Yeah, maybe he's got like maybe like you know when they're off stage, like he's got Ronnie in like one of those like little pouches. You like hold a baby and an a, baby a baby in. Bjorn. <laughs> yeah, a baby Bjorn. Wait, so does the that, idea of does I just imagine like P PS2 graphic models of <laughs> Brand because Brandon is definitely smaller than Ronnie. Yeah, no, Ronnie is like and, seven feet tall and. You know, made of solid, solid. oak. <laughs> and Brandon is one of those balsa wood planes you get in a pouch. Yeah, that like one of the wings is just cracked. <laughs> you know, the rubber band breaks the moment you wind it like 1% too tight. You know, the only thing I can think of that comes in pouches like that, besides those balsa wood planes, is chopsticks. Yeah, but chopsticks <laughs> are, more, are more sturdy than... Balsa wood. Plants. Oh, I, yeah, absolutely. I would bet my life on chopsticks before I would on any balsa wood anything. Clearly, it's this is this is this is one of those this is one of those um, you know bl black box on the airplane situations. It's like you know since chopsticks come in the same kind of pouches as balsa wood airplanes, why don't they just make balsa wood airplanes out of those chopsticks? Yo, because it wouldn't fly then. That's the whole point of balsa wood. It's light as fuck, so it flies. Michael, you are just killing my buzz right now. <laughs> Bingo card. My piston is Wheaties. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> a little extra piss for him because it's Saturday. Anyway, someone's probably crossed off that square like so much that like fell through the page. <laughs> That's the free space, really. Yeah. <laughs> 
Spencer's like, hi, welcome to Solo and Truck. And I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like Natasha just immediately set the Wheaties piss tone for, hey, Natasha, you want to do the intro this week? And then no. And then she just goes, no. And it was just like, all right, well, fuck everybody, right? <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. You, you, you I'm still, a little scamp. You still have the rest of verse two. Yeah, read the rest of the verse two. Some nights, oh, that's where you're oh. at. Okay, some oh. nights we drive up the mouth of the canyon Ooh. on hillbilly heroin pills. Oxy- Oxycontin. Oh. It is often referred to as hillbilly heroin because of its easy access by working class people in rural areas from less than reputable doctors. That was from the user Nacho Man Randy Savage. Uh, Uh, Randy Savage. um, (laughs) Nacho Man Randy Savage. uh, Excuse me. Thank you for the brevity of your annotation. Hey, do you think we have a drug problem in America? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Next. Wait, you're not gonna. We're not gonna click the the two links. There's there's two links here. Oh, what are the links we have? Less than reputable doctors. Oh, the pill mill. Yeah, the pill mill is the one I want to look at. <laughs> That's uh, all those those doctors who during there's a there's a book I read. It's called Pandora's something or other. Not Pandora's box because that's a different story. Um, but there's basically a story about or a book about um, inventions that were like innocuous that led to really big issues. And there was a whole chapter about basically opium poppies and how it led to, uh, you know, the opium problem and then the heroin problem and, you know, painkillers in general. Definitely. I feel I feel like I'm I feel I'm going to shut up now. No, no, no. I'm 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 I know we've been so sarcastic this whole time. I'm actually interested in this. Oh, no, you should uh, you should check out that book. If only I knew the title of it. Um, so here, keep reading the verse. I'll find out the name of the book. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, we still haven't gotten through verse two. Oh, yeah. Um, we get out and watch the sunset peaceful and still. And free in the West Hills. That same that free is the same annotation. So keep going. Uh, Free in the West Hills. So the book is three Spence. The book is called Pandora's Lab, and it's by Paul A. Offit, MD. So I guess Dr. Paul A. Offit. So, uh, yeah, take a look at that book. It's very, very interesting. If you're into unforeseen consequences of various scientific breakthroughs. Anyway, verse three. When the sheriff kicked my door down, I was sleeping in my own bed as opposed to, I guess, the couch or the floor or where else do people sleep? The the toilet. If you're if you you know you get bored, I guess. Or you're tired. <laughs> the bathtub. The bathtub. You know. Rub a dub dub. Just gonna just keep trying to name things until Michael gets pissed. Uh, uh, and the mess I got caught up in rained hard down on my head. Here's the narrator's Home Alone style traps backfire, backfire, and fail to protect him from the sheriff. Wow, <sighs> that's got to be solo patrol, right? Yep. Yeah, it's 
No, did, I, did I make sure to upvote these? Got hit with a paint bucket on a string. Can you, can, can you imagine like there's a news article where, you know, the police do like a no knock raid on some guy and, you know, one of them gets hit by a bag of flour on like a piece of elastic, you know? You think? Then he'd be called a terrorist. Yeah. I mean, if you watch, if you, especially Home Alone 2, I haven't watched Home Alone in a minute, but in Home Alone 2, especially, like within 15 minutes of the bandits interacting with uh, Macaulay Culkin, they would be literally dead. There's no way they would be alive. Like he throws a brick from the top of a building and hits the guy in the head multiple times. Isn't like the there, first hit would have killed him. Isn't there like, doesn't one of them get electric? I've never seen a, you know, which Home Alone movie I've seen? The third one. Oh, no. Wow. Yeah, that's the only one I've ever seen. Also, why? If you're hearing like loud banging, there are kids still setting off fireworks outside my window here. So, um, I, my neighborhood is not that bad. It's just fireworks, guys. Uh, that was me to the Spencer. Audience. Are you okay? Are you under threat? No. Should we call the SWAT team? Uh, no. They're on their way. I already yeah, I called them. Yeah. <sighs> I said, please swat to Mr. Polio. He's not a pedo, I promise. Jesus. Remember, like, <laughs> the sixth or seventh episode, Michael, where I I started with a joke implying you were, like, racist, and I felt so bad about it that I cut it, and I never actually put it in the episode. So no one knows about this, this thing that I did, because I felt so bad about it. And then... And look at us now, 80, 90, fuck how many episodes in. And and Michael here, you know, returning the compliment. That's right. I mean, you I, have you have ultimate control over what jokes get in and don't. I know. I know. I'm leaving. You can it cut that. that. I'm leaving yeah, it. See. In. It's funny because it's funny. <laughs> Who cares? I know I'm not. Whatever. Fuck. Right. Um, where was I? Oh, uh. They got me for possession of them hillbilly heroin pills enough <coughs> to kill the horses that run free. Hillbilly heroin pills, a.k.a. Oxycontin, not Oxycodone. Well, Oxycodone. Oxycodone. Is one of the many opioids ravaging the U.S. right now and one of the worst epidemics in our history. The song is <coughs> describing how even the little towns in the U.S. are facing drug-related problems in their communities and how dangerous opioids are. In the West Hills, they got me for possession of enough to kill the horses that run free. Same, same annotation as before. In the West Hills, free in the West Hills. Natasha. If this life was meant for proving I could use more years to live, but 15 in a guardhouse, that's more than I'm willing to give. If you know what I mean. This annotation is Haba, Haba. Bola Petunias, who also wrote an essay. In Utah and many other places, possession of a controlled dangerous substance in the large quantities described is punished with extensive jail time. A subsequent conviction can earn up to 20 years in prison, and that's all you need to know. Um, uh, aside, shout out to user Bowl of Petunias, because I'm 100% sure that is a Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy reference, and that's great. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, you know, always citing your sources—that's a great idea. Good job doing that. Oh yeah, and they cited. Yeah, they did that too. That's good too. Um. Oh, sorry, I forgot. I'm reading lyrics too. Just 
you know, doing dumb shit. Anyway, it's fine. And if there, <laughs> and if there really is a judgment when he pulls my chart, is that a separate one? Okay, no, it's no one. Yeah, he'll reject my actions, but he will know my heart, and he'll prepare a place for me where happiness instills, and the light puts its loving hands on my head. Uh, this is from this river is wild who says. The narrator optimistically falls back on God and the expectation that he will get good judgment based solely on his internal thoughts as he knows that his actions in life have been bad. Uh, And then there's a whole other thing. I'm not going to read the rest of that. Yeah, this is a really long annotation. I had a feeling this would be one where people just go to town. Yeah, it's it's like, uh, you know, I've taught intro to philosophy and this is definitely like an essay question. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like It's like, what do you think, class? I think that being 15 in a guardhouse is tough. And in this essay, I will just. <laughs> like, shit, I only have 90 minutes to finish this essay. Okay. I'm having flashbacks to college. Okay. Oh, Jesus. Uh, free in the West Hills. They got me for possession of enough to kill the horses that run. Free. Free. In the West Hills. Free in the West Hills. Free. Free in the West Hills. In the West Hills. In the West Hills. There you go. We did it. Wow. What do you think of those lyrics? Um, Well, according to user Danny in the comments of this this page, quote, anyone here, this is a banger. And user Painfully or Painfully or Painfully says... What a way to begin. Wow. And then there's some other comments, but we don't care about those. I like these lyrics. Uh, This is a great song. Um, A classic, in fact. I've decided I love it because fuck my chops don't cry. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I I think the lyrics are are really good. I think. um, Oh, excuse me. It's fine. Um, Yeah, you know. Having read the lyrics now, I guess it's a little bit more cohesive than I initially thought. I thought like the third or second verse was about like somebody else, but I, I guess it's somebody that the main character knows. So, you know, after reading the lyrics, I do have more of an appreciation for West Hills. What about you, Michael? Uh, I think this song is great already, and the lyrics are also tremendous. Uh, great way to start the album. Is this is this uh, Michael's iconic? This is an iconic song, as opposed to Flesh and Bone, which is just which iconic. is iconic. Yeah, <sighs> Flesh and Bone is so good. All right, so uh, this week we have no live versions, but we do have two named the sames. So uh, can can we just have a brief aside that this song would probably be awesome live? Yes. Yeah, and uh, the killers uh, don't agree with you. <laughs> Apparently, what? Apparently, they haven't they haven't played it live yet. But they've probably they've only had a few live shows since they've been they've been touring since like September, and they didn't play this live. And it was well, well bad news. COVID's back. I know we have the Ligma variant. That's right. <laughs> I I got it. Yeah, Michael. The reason we're recording so late. I, did we talk about this in the intro? No. 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 Well, uh, we're recording on Saturday. We were released, you know, tomorrow night at 11 p.m. as always. But the reason we didn't record on our usual like Tuesday through Thursday time slot 
is because uh, Michael caught the Rona. So, yes. uh, you know, everybody in chat type, get well soon, sweetie pumpkin, Michael. And uh, exactly that, please. Exactly that. Uh, if you say something else, I will be disappointed. But if you guys will do that, go, go ahead and put get well soon, sweetie pumpkin, Michael. I'll run free through the West Hills. Yeah. Tweet that at soul of a truck pod. Um, and uh, we'll know that you listened to the entire episode as opposed yeah. to just skim through it like many people probably do. Uh, anyway, so this is the singer, artist, musician thing person perhaps robot i don't know fabo and their song west hills uh by the oh, way it's a cover yeah also the title of this record according to the top of this image is free in quotes always comes with bullshit guy sounded like he was like half awake rapping first of all yeah that's like it's it's pretty normal or like he had to rap while someone else was trying to sleep in the room next to him i mean that's uh that's that's how i record all but, of my music <laughs> <laughs> i was like i, I want to know more about the lyrics here and read ahead <laughs> go ahead and click on that lyrics page and oh oh i'm aware i'm aware uh on the genius page there are only two lyrics from all of those lyrics and that's quote <laughs> racing down and mama on the phone Apparently, wait, wait, what? If you click on the lyrics page, there's only two lines of lyrics. It's like the yeah. rest of the lyrics didn't get finished. Yeah. Just, oh, no. Yeah. Fabo, get on that. Somebody's fucking with his shit. Yeah. It's racing Fabo. down mama on the phone. Yeah. Is that it's, even part of the song? I definitely heard the word racing down mama on and phone and probably the but I don't think those were. Those it's like this is like a beam me up Scotty situation, you know. I'll I'll, I'll tell you I'll say this: it's an interesting parallel because it seems like there's a sort of a main character who's who's in love but also frustrated with his life, uh, and it's just a very different West Hills than the one we've been listening to and uh, pretending to talk about for like an hour and a half. <laughs> <laughs> Oof. Uh, yep. Oof. Okay. What's um, the next song? Okay, so the next name, the same. There were actually three, but the third one was by an artist called Thanksgiving. And I just want you to just attempt to find the song West Hills by Thanksgiving on YouTube. Because, spoiler alert, uh, you get a bunch of fucking videos of church groups from West Hills, Indiana or whatever, fucking singing a song about a turkey. Okay, which is impossible. So I just didn't even look for it. But there is, in fact, that's a, amazing. 
a third song called West Hills by an artist called Thanksgiving. But listen to that on your own time, audience, because I ain't fucking looking for it. Right. So this is Ike the Odyssey. And this is the song West Hills featuring Mariah. So we're vibing again. Yeah, very oh, aesthetic. What What is this again? Well, there's Spencer sitting on a bridge. Uh, what, what I assume is like the California skyline. Is, is Spencer wearing a welder's mask? Yes. Yes. But I'm just saying, like, when when am I not vibing? Oh, well, I mean, the you know, the song is very vibey, you know? Yeah, I know. But like, we always are vibing here in the podcast. <laughs> there's a vibing mood and then there's a literal vibration. You know what I mean? Oh, well, I'm the second one. <laughs> I got a vibe in right now. Wait. <laughs> wow. So is vibing your word for being a coomer? Uh, I mean, one aspect of it, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, if you're not cooming, you're not living. <laughs> get busy cooming or get busy dying. Uh, my oh, favorite, yeah. my favorite quote from the Shawshank Redemption. <laughs> Tweet at Soul of a Truck Pod your best impression of. Morgan Freeman saying, get busy, Kuman, or get busy, dying. Um, you want me to do that? I, sure, Michael, go for it. No. <laughs> I'm not saying this is the worst episode we've ever done, but... This is the darkest episode. But this is, this is the bloodiest episode. This is, this, is, this is the most controversial episode. Is it? No. That was a controversy just now. Yeah. See, I'm, I'm contributing. Oh, boy. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, there's a bunch of annotations on this song, which were by user official The Odyssey 99, which. I'm, wow. So, so, you know, these all wow. should be under the. Uh, what does the artist say about the song? But whatever. Anyway. Go, Great track, super vibey, 10 out of 10. Perfect. No live versions, which means straight out of that, we're going into covers. And you know what that means? What does that <gasps> mean, Natasha? Uh, uh, maximum power? Well, no, we play an ad first is what I was trying to Ow. think of. We suck on that greedy corporate teat. Slurpity slurp. Give me your money. Slurp the blood <laughs> of Christ. Let us slurp the blood of Christ together. Exactly. Anyway, ad. Bada bing, we played an ad. All right. So first off, there's only one way to start a a killer's cover section if we can get a hold of a conversion. That is. Did somebody make a U cover? A slowed and reverb version of West oh Hills. Oh my god, that's gonna be so creepy. Oh, it's already terrifying. Describe the image, someone. It's some purple flowers blowing in the wind with like a Those desolate. aren't just those aren't oh. just any flowers though. What are they? Poppy flowers. Oh, are they really? Yeah. You see the little pods under them? 
These are poppy flowers, and it's it's very sad looking. It's like, you know what this is gonna get turned into. Tears, broken hearts, broken homes. And also kind of a good time. <laughs> and also some fucking, oh no. <laughs> I am not about this. Ooh, ooh, this is gross. This is really awful. Oh no. All right, remember how I said I wasn't afraid of no ghost? <laughs> I'm afraid of one ghost. I'm afraid of <laughs> one specific ghost. The Brandon Flowers ghost. You know, you know what this sounds like? Do you ever play Do you ever play the expansion pack of the first Dark Souls? <laughs> what? Anyone? To the first what? The expansion pack to the first Dark Souls game? Yes. Um, remember how you get those like little wood carvings that let you throw them on the ground and they say words? Yeah, and, shit? and they say shit. Yeah, yeah. You talked about this on the pod. Yeah, that's what the voice sounds like in this episode. It kind of does. I'm and sorry. It's also <laughs> very like it's very disturbing. Like imagine if you woke up in the middle of the night and you just heard this playing from your living room. Right, well, I know what uh, I'm gonna. Have a heart attack, I guess. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm texting Brittany to do this later. It's going to be great. Oh, and then I'm going to walk out into the living room and Ramsey's from that episode of Courage the Cowardly Dog is going to be singing it. Yes. <laughs> I'm scared now. This was a, this episode went from funny to spooky in one one paragraph. Ooh, are you officially spook? Trigger warning spooky. Return the slab, everybody. Um, or okay. suffer my curse. Oh, come on. <laughs> like, like, no one remembers that episode was actually hilarious and it hurts my soul every day. Like, I mean, yeah. the song that they play for Ramses is also really stupid. It's Ramses. <laughs> the man in ghost, the man in ghost. <laughs> there's, there's that, but like fucking when 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 they survive the oh, first God. curse, like Ramses get like fucking big boy pissy about it. Like, it's really funny. You yeah, know, the only does. thing the only thing scary is literally the fact that it's like a creepy computer animated thing. And it's like four in the morning and you're at a sleepover with your with your best friend and you turn on Courage the Cowardly Dog thinking it's going to be like another happy go lucky episode of this sweet, sweet show about a cute dog and his grandma and and uh, his angry, abusive owner. There's a lot of not happy go lucky episodes of Courage the Cowardly Dog. uh, (laughs) Like the one with the barber that is like. They're like cousin Barber or like Muriel's nephew that's naughty. Naughty. <laughs> Courage has like two moods, which is like ominous and like black humor and then like deeply inspiring and also like tragic. Yeah, like, truthfully. I mean, like, the Cats episodes are a pretty goofy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Doc Gerbil. Yes. Yes. I mean, I'm, I'm not saying that Courage was not like a. No, I am. Curse the Cowardly Dog rules. Uh, what are we? Why do we have? Are we okay? Uh, this, this is an important episode to the of, podcast. Oh uh, yes, this is courage. The house is flooding, and Eustace is using the slab as some sort of helmet, like it's an umbrella, slab umbrella. 
Oh, also, uh, Brandon Flowers is here. So yeah, the killers. It, the killers. Yeah. This is the yeah. killers. Yeah. <laughs> Muriel. This is, where, this is actually about Brandon's growing up experience. <laughs> <laughs> this is about West Hills. Yes. Uh, turns the cowardly <laughs> dog, demonstrating a non-understanding of how snorkels work. Alright, let's see what happens. I'm pretty What's sure he, he swims to the bottom of the house and there's like a little corked like hole. Yeah. I heard they ripped off this scene in train spotting. <laughs> yeah, there there's like a drain plug. <laughs> oh come on. It's so good! It's so good! Like, I refuse. That's not scary. It's just, it's fucking hilarious. Oh, oh it's, come on. Come it's on. It's definitely not scary, but when you're like six years old, when the first time I saw that, I was like, it's real. Oh my well, God. That's well, the like, goofy part. Like, when he's like threatening the curse, that's where it's scary. That must well, have been earlier, right? Oh, well, yeah, yeah, right here. Well, no, here like, we it, here like, like here at the go. very beginning, like, like when you first see it, you're like, big spooked, and it's like, fuck. Like, I was, like, shit-pissing myself when I saw that. What's your offer? This night, you will be visited by three plagues, each worse than the last. Look at his fucking arms, though. Right, this is now, now that, now that it's 2022, this is just shitty CGI. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like the way his, his hair, his hair is just like bouncing. It's not even doing anything else. <laughs> and then it's like they just have his two like forearms on a windmill animation. So that they like go in a circle in opposite directions to seem like unnatural. Yes. Uh, wow. When did this? We're gonna get too distracted. Hi, welcome to I'm welcome like to away. welcome to return the slab, a podcast about courage, the cowardly dog. That's the next podcast. Uh, <laughs> return the slab. I feel like this that's is... that's the next podcast should legitimately be a bingo square. <laughs> <laughs> that really should because because we, like we, we we do that all the time. <laughs> Wow. Different podcast idea bleeds into the podcast. Exactly. Yes, like absolutely. preview preview for future podcast idea. <laughs> okay. Well, that um, episode had to come out in what, like year two like the year two thousand? No, so. yeah. This is like pre nine eleven, which means, you know, it was a definitely a more innocent time. You know? Yeah. Like you show you show that episode <laughs> to like like a five year old like Xaniel. They're like I watched or you show that. You know, I don't know. I was going to say I watched, you know, 2000 people get killed on live TV, but Xennials don't even aren't even old enough to remember 9-11 because they weren't even alive. I remember 9-11. So anyway, so uh, <laughs> next up, next up is user uh, ARJ, uh, which is the sequel to the band AJJ. Um, and the video is called the killers West Hills on my daughter's guitar toy guitar cover. Oh no. Um, what was that door banging? What the fuck? <laughs> That's fireworks going on behind me. Oh, 
Yeah, the people in my neighborhood are just loco about those fireworks. <laughs> See, I thought it was in the video. I thought somebody was like, why would you keep this recording? It's like, answer your door. Well, if I've learned one thing about YouTube covers, it's that. Oh. Right here inside. Sorry, I don't want to interrupt this guy. Got some, some I'm leaving all the fireworks noise in. That's really funny. Never scare me now. Worried about their heads on Sunday. And it's almost over. This video is only a minute long. Yeah, like he doesn't even do the, the whole seat. song. Where the lights could place the hand on my head. And that's it. Okay. Yeah. What a classic. Classic song. Classic. He did a cover. pretty good job. Uh, oh. Interesting that you chose a toy guitar or whatever. But if there's one thing I've learned about anything, if there's one thing I've learned about YouTube uh, covers and uh, especially Gerwig's, it's that people only produce the first take. So they like will be like, uh, uh, you know, be gentle on me for this one. And then they just record their first take. And I'm like, you know, you can upload whichever one you want. You don't. This isn't live. You can upload any version you want to. <laughs> it's it's look, it's it's about integrity, Michael, something that you don't know that you don't have. So <gasps> controversial. <laughs> <laughs> That's interesting. Spencer arbitrarily mean to Michael for no reason. <laughs> also, she'd be Spencer said, I don't have no integrity. <laughs> you don't even know what integrity means. Um, so, so, okay. Next up, we've got, uh, the, there's a lot of Gerwigs this week, eh? There's always a lot of Gerwigs, Spencer, senior process. Yeah, but I mean, I, I and this is also that's all we're going to get from a song that's this new new bingo square. Spencer mentions a lot of Gerwigs this week, like a trophy hunter proud of his catch. <laughs> a lot of Gerwigs this week. eh? <laughs> Canadian Gerwig hunter. <laughs> that's my Alio. That's my favorite. That's my favorite bar arcade game. Canadian Gerwig hunter. <laughs> You just got to reload by pumping the the podcast mic. Yeah. 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 You got it. <laughs> got it. <laughs> anyway, so this is user Samuel Millichamp. And um, is that a Pokemon? Uh, yes. Millichamp. This, the video is called The Killers West Hills Samwell Cover. Fuck me energy already. Mm-hmm. Yep. Tank top, bare room. Is that a shoebox? What what is yeah, that? Yeah, it's, it's an eight dollar box of holiday construction paper. I was born right here in Zion. God's own son. He's holy ghost stories and bloodshed. Never scared me none. While they pop It's coming through on your end, Natasha. See, I'm not worried about that. It's it's that's that that track gets cut out, so it's cool. But this is weird. Is that better? Yeah. I... Yes. 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 
That was really good, by the way. That was really good. Nice cover. Like I, I really enjoyed that person's voice. That was that was legitimately beautiful. That was that was I like that a lot. What was this channel name again? Uh, Samuel Millichamp. Well, Millichamp can replace Machop. Yeah, if you know what I mean. I yeah. agree. Machops don't cry out. Millichamp in. No. <laughs> Millichamps do cry because their songs are emotionally vulnerable and filled with beauty. Uh, yeah, I, I, I finally dug deep enough into uh, Machops Don't Cry's comments to uh, see what you mean. Yeah. It's oh, rough. did it's you? Rough. Oh, no, I'm so sorry. <laughs> uh, okay, uh, last but not least, there's only one way to finish this week's uh, Whatchamajig, the cover section, and that is with noted Trump supporter, um, recent American convert move to her Canadian, former Canadian, uh, Max Power. And this is from the YouTube channel, The Max Power Hour, which I love. Oh, my God. Um, and the video is called 1002 or West Hills parentheses, the killers cover by maximum power 21, 12, 13. Okay. Describe describe the scene, one of y'all. <laughs> Michael, you have to do this. Um, well, Max Power, who is increasingly looking like Joe Rogan, <laughs> is sitting in a room. He has way more hair a, than Joe Rogan. Yeah. Uh, and he's playing a nice Gretsch guitar. And there's a like a pink and purple God quilt with a unicorn on it that says, unless you can. <laughs> I assume it means unless you can believe because it's, it's like really bright. So you can't read all the words. Right. He's playing on a leather couch. It looks like he's like sleeping on someone's couch. It looks like he's in his daughter's room. Right. Like, why are there multiple covers this week using their daughter's room or daughter's guitar? Why are there a lot of dads covering this song? Well, I don't think dad. This the song makes dads cry. I don't think Maximum Power is a dad. I think Maximum Power is just daddy. Oh my god! You're welcome. He's certainly daddy if he doesn't have his own daddy progeny. Yes. Also, this is really good. Like, like if, if if I had the option, I would probably listen to this whole thing. Um. Yeah, I mean, you know, when did he release this? This was uh two weeks ago. Oh my god! Yeah. How is he not on the pod yet? We're like literally like watching his videos. Spencer just doesn't ask people to be on the pod. Yeah. Michael was yelling at me the other day about not trying to get Ted Sibley after he responded to one of our tweets. Get Ted <laughs> on the pod, Spencer. What's the worst that can happen? He says no. I just. It, uh, and then he says, oh, I'm never listening to Soul of a Truck pod. That's fair. It's fair. Well, you know, just just, you know, it, it's OK to, like, take time to, like, think of a proper response and everything like that. But you should definitely like you're never going to know if you don't ask him. I know you miss 100 percent of the shots you don't take. Abraham Lincoln. 
Yeah. SpencerPalio. Uh, Kim.com. Kim.com. Jesus Christ. Uh, you know who else says that? Who? Dick Valentine. Uh, the the lead singer of Electric Six. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. I do love Electric Six. <laughs> you know, even though we give Spencer a hard time, we also really believe in him. I do believe in Spencer. Do Natasha, you believe Mr. Natasha, why have we never gone and seen Electric Six? <laughs> um, you never asked me. That's why. Oh, well, I know who I'm dragging to Electric Six next time. Yeah, don't offer just oh, don't offer the tickets to some chick who's just gonna stand you up, Spencer. <laughs> Shut up, Michael. <laughs> I know who Spencer asked to go to Electric Six. Uh, the point is, Electric Six was awesome. The last nine times I've seen them, <laughs> Eight. I'd like to see uh, you know what what they're about now. You know, because I. I, I re- it occurs to me, I have seen Electric Six like eight or nine times. Like, that wasn't an exaggeration. <laughs> you could be like a historian, like a fish historian, you know, but for Electric Six. Uh, honestly, Meet Spencer they, in the Electric Six lot. They are one of my favorite live bands. I go and see them as soon, like every time they <laughs> announce a concert. They're so good. I'll try to get some nitrous oxide and we'll, we'll sell it in the parking lot. Hell yeah. Anyway, uh, that was the last cover. So, what do we? Uh, what are? What is everyone's final thoughts on the song "West Hills" or "We Stills" by uh, by the Killers? Natasha, you're the guest. We're rolling out the red carpet. You're first. Okay. Um, well, you know, honestly, uh, I give it a four out of five now. After the course of like going through the lyrics and learning more about the song and everything like that. Uh, it's a lot more cohesive than I, my initial impression of listening to it. Like, I think it was only the second or third time I listened to it uh, tonight. So I, you know, I think it's a great song. It's a good opener. The, I, my, my critique still stands, though, that maybe like 15 seconds or like the extra chorus or something like that could have been cut. But that's just nitpicking. That's fair. Michael? Um, me love. Big sad. Great song. I agree, Michael. Uh, <laughs> I hope I hope my face palm could be heard through the microphone there. <laughs> it's like it's like Natasha has this like lengthy and well thought out feeling about the song, and then Michael just goes me horny or whatever the fuck he just said. Like me love, basically the same as me horny. Me love West Hill. <laughs> Since people at home can't see it, uh, Michael's icon on Discord is Donkey Kong, and I'm just going <laughs> to leave it at that. Uh, it's, it's just, I, if you want my detailed explanation, listen to the first part of the pod again. Yes. Well, that's why we have the final thoughts. It's for finally thoughting. Final thought, Spencer, bad man. <laughs> I, finally thoughting, as an aside, is... Uh, the name of my 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 book about my lengthy uh, foray as an OnlyFans uh, creator. <laughs> it's the feet, right? That's what's your uh, moneymaker. That is the third reference to having a foot fetish this week. I just want to point that out to anyone who's been <laughs> keeping score. Uh, 
I don't I don't understand it. Also, all of those references were from Nance siblings. So uh, take that what you will. Spencer's it's uh, Spencer's only fans. It's called Spencer's Skechers. <laughs> yes, that is what it is. You just watch Spencer take off his different brands of different types of Skechers footwear. I only have one pair of shoes, though, Michael. We've already established this on the pod. That's right. I mean, but your your um your patrons buy you different Skechers, and then and you then throw they, them away. Like they a send the ratty bitch. Yeah, that's that's it. That is how that is. They like All being of, your money slave. That is, that is everything <laughs> you've just said is a hundred percent accurate. Oh and, my god! Anyway, thank you so much for listening. Um, hold on, before we I do the I do the outro thing. Uh, Natasha, would you like to plug anything before we before I do my normal outro? Um. Nothing, nothing really. I plugged my Instagram last time. You can go find that if you're, you know, really trying dying to look for it. Um, in the last episode I was in, I just like to wish the podcast a happy new year. Happy new year. Oh, that's sweet. All right. Well, thank you so much for listening. As always, if you would like to contribute to the pod, perhaps financially, you can scroll down to the bottom of any description of any episode and click the affiliate link to anchor. If you would like access to podcast notes and quote unquote other stuff, feel free to support us on Patreon. That's patreon.com slash soul of a truck of killers podcast. If you think that Spencer is funny, follow us on Twitter. That's at soul of a truck pod. And if you think Michael's funny, feel free to follow us on Instagram. That's instagram.com slash soul of a truck pod. I've been Spencer Polio. With me has been Michael 11 Nance and Natasha Nance. Natasha. Say goodbye. Goodbye. I love you. See, we can hear Natasha. Anyway, I'm going to stop recording in three, two. I love you. (laughs) I was born.